Welcome to the Boisterous Brothers. My name is George Rockwell Schmidt and I'm here with Damien Benedict. How are you today, Damien? Feeling nice and relaxed, nice and calm? Top, top banana. Yeah? Top banana top. Yeah? Yeah. And what does a banana actually feel like? Fucking terrified, I imagine. I'm going to be picked one day, going to be peeled. So, uh, obviously we start the Boisterous Brothers with an anecdote every time. And today is my turn and I'm going to take you back to a time of my life which I found very soothing. So I went to a university where I studied film studies and one of the things we had to do in our final year, because it was a practical course, was learn how to direct and learn different techniques of directing. And it it was decided by our lecturer, our tutor, that one of the best ways to understand actors and how they think was to do a bit of acting, right? Oh, no. Right. So we had to write monologues just a two-page monologue, a small monologue, you know, kind of like a minute long. And uh, so we, we had to write monologues, and then the monologues were kind of passed around randomly, so you'd have to read someone's random monologue. Oh, right, oh, right okay. Right, yeah. And I wrote about the time I was in uh, boarding school in the 1920s, and I had my first homosexual experience. Because oh. I knew yeah, this you, was going to happen, right? Yeah, yeah. you really sold a motherfucker oh, yeah, out, didn't did, you? Yeah. Nice one. Yeah. Funnily, funnily enough, that mine wasn't one of the top five picked for a public Really? Yeah, a, a public wording. What would you call that? Mouthing? Monologuing? Um, but that isn't what I want to go on about. What I want to talk about is our tutor decided that for us to become actors, because we weren't actors, right? We were just learning how to manipulate, I mean, how to work with actors. The best thing for us to do would be to meditate Aye. in the in the class for 10 minutes, right? So he starts to talk about this and he, he starts to kind of, you know, give the reasons why meditation's good and, you know, Fair enough. You know, I can understand why mm-hmm. why some fruit might like it or something. <laughs> so he says, all right, then I'm going to talk you through it. Everyone sit, everyone sit there and do exactly what I say. OK, so we're waiting for him and he's taking his time and he's he's you know acting relaxed. Mm-hmm. I don't know if he is relaxed. And then he says, I want you to close your eyes. And everybody closes their eyes, but Except I don't close my eyes. Yeah, right. And I, I want you to think of a beautiful place that you've been to at some time in your life. Think about walking through it barefoot. Think about the meadows or the river, perhaps. Right? And everyone's doing this. Everyone's closing their eyes. And then he says, now, move your index finger to your thumb, like an OK symbol. And hold both your hands like that, in line with your temples. And everyone starts to do it. And I, I guess I start to do it as well, but I've still got my eyes open. I can't bring myself to close my eyes because it's just a nightmare. When no, I, I mean, I'm listening to it and my skin is fucking crawling. Right. So he, he, he builds it up and he, he says, and I, I want you to, to think about losing your body. I want you to think about taking on another person. And then he goes, um, and I swear to God, I must have burst a blood vessel trying not to fucking laugh at this. <laughs> right? And and he keeps going on and on and on because this was only like three minutes in and there were like another seven minutes where he was doing this. Right. Just talking. And I just... I like, other people around me definitely heard me, but they didn't say anything because I was really trying to suppress yeah. it. But I kind of think he must have heard me as, as well, but he was just like in his happy place right. doing his own thing that he couldn't... He didn't get it. Like, he didn't open his eyes or anything because I was like, <laughs> like, you know, crying into my hand. I imagine people just feel like the ripple in the ground. Right. So, 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 streams of tears were coming down my face, right? I was just 
just doing that. And, and I was bright red. Like, you know when you can yeah. tell you're bright red? You don't have to see yourself. Like, I you was, feel that heat I on your face. bright red, right? And, you know, I'm, I'm like, I am shaking. My, my knees are knocking together because I'm laughing so hard. And it's one of those things, right? It wouldn't be that funny if I was just allowed to laugh. Mm-hmm. But because I couldn't, it was just hilarious. So he starts to come out of it, right? And I, I know I can't be laughing because he's taking it really seriously. And I managed to stifle it. And he opens his eyes and he sees me. And I'm like the first person he sees. And he says, very good, George. I see you really got into it. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, because I was crying. Oh, my God. Like, yep, yep, yeah. yeah, I did. Yep, yeah, yeah. I can't breathe. Oh. Yeah, there you go. That's and how you got an A in that class. Yeah. Yeah, I, I've tried meditation other times, but I guess the meditation I've tried, like on my own, has basically been lay down on the ground and close your eyes. Yeah. And when it does work, it's just like, oh, I fell asleep for two and a half hours. Yeah, I've, I've tried it a couple of times. Um and invariably, either I get sleepy, yeah. or um, well, I have tinnitus. So if I'm if I try to like shut down anything, I shut my eyes. I sit down. I, I won't fucking. I don't have a mantra or anything like mm-hmm. that. You hear the Nuremberg nineteen thirty five speeches, don't you? When you close your eyes. You, oh yeah. Yeah. It's like that. Um, was it that bit in South Park when? Yeah. Uh, Karma's trying to get into into character. Yeah. The entire show. Yeah, and he just sees like the Hindenburg and shit. But yeah, when I I do anything like that, I just get tormented by the sound of ringing that sounds like screams in my head. So no, it's it's a write off for me. Well, can't you meditate with like music in the background or something? Yeah, but I mean, it's all like maybe you could you know put on one of those water albums. I hear the splish splash show is very good. Splish splash show. (laughs) Oh, the sounds of the rainforest stuff like that. (laughs) I I um I don't know. I get it. I think meditation does work and it is good, but it's not as good as a wank. No, you're right. Um, I used to know someone who did Bikram yoga. Do you know what that is? Yeah, I do. It's where you do yoga, but it's... In an it's, offensively humid... I, I would say it's it's in a sauna. It's not about humidity. It's just like the room has been put up to literally right, 50 okay. degrees Celsius. You know, that's like the temperature of a cup of coffee. Yeah. Yeah. For some reason, I don't know why. I mean, do, do you know what? If you want to fucking sweat... It's pretty easy to make your bathroom steamy. Yeah. Just stay at home. Yeah, I know. My, my first experience uh, with Bikram Yoga was when I used to work for... Uh, for super... Bikram Yoga? When you, you when you were a yoga teacher for 15 years? Oh, God, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When you used to work for what? Uh, supermarket. I worked on the customer service desk, desk and we... Um, I'd have to... One of the things I'd have to do is validate parking there. Mm. But uh, yeah, obviously a lot of people... This is on a high street that would try to pull a fast one or what have you. But we did, um, it, we, it, the car park was for Sainsbury's. And yeah. for whatever reason, this yoga studio yeah. was across the street. Other so. supermarkets are available. Yes. Yes. Although not as good as Sainsbury's. Oh, yes. I love Sainsbury's. Yeah, Bikram Yoda was, yoga was across the street. I remember that. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I really had no kind of idea of what it was. I just figured it was like the name of the studio rather than a specific type. But the kind of people that would come in were absolutely fucking revolting. Yeah. Otherwise, normal people that had been shriveled to an to a fucking prune. Yeah. And it was. It's fucking disgusting. So, they would trail in. They and just looked like they didn't have any water left in their No, no it's, Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it's just head to toe, just absolutely fucking soaked. It's like, what the fuck has happened? Is it... You okay? Look out the, win- <laughs> look out the window. It's like, well, there's, there's no torrential rain. What the fuck is going on? And you, they'd have this offensive fucking odour from like 10 feet away. Yeah. 
And because they'd just been mellowed out, they'd always had this, they always try to engage me in like a really kind of cool earth mother type of fucking conversation. And you would always deliberately, you know, get on the town and be like, Vicky, do I for? Oh, gotcha. I mean, I, 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 I had no time for that. I mean, granted, all my... What would they say? Hi, yeah, fellow they just, earth seeker. Yeah, kind of. They wouldn't. They didn't have a specific topic. It was just small talk, but they were just very floaty and in love with themselves at that point. And mm. I, I, I was. I would have been slogging through like hour eight of stood being stood behind a desk um, yeah. in a Pissing job I into fucking a hated. Can. Yeah, and yeah. I was like, I don't share your 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 calm and serenity. Yeah, just take here's your parking. Goodbye. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah, absolutely. Yeah, they go. Yeah, I mean, I. I don't mind people being like that. It's when they try and make you like that. Yeah. Or they, it's like. Oh, see, because they've cracked the code. You well, know? Yeah, but right, what I'm saying is these are the people who don't have the balls to be shits, right? There's a lot going on in that sentence. <laughs> they don't, um, you know, it's not like they go home and beat their wives or anything like that. It's not like they, they float around on a Friday or Saturday night getting into fights with people. They, they don't have any way of like getting away their aggression, but. They work shitty jobs, or even if they're jobs they have convinced themselves they like, they're stressful jobs, right? Behind a desk in West London, they're paying, you know... I don't want to say stressful, they're just fucking redundant and they know it. They're redundant and they know it, and they're given busy work, and whatever, mm-hmm. whatever. Th- these are not people who are world changers or anything like that. These are not people who are renegades, you know, kind of, who've decided, well, 2016, I don't see why I wouldn't become an ivory dealer. It sounds like the perfect time to me. But with ivory being banned and everything, they're not doing something, you know, kind of weird and wonderful. They're just office workers. Mm-hmm. And they come up to you and they say, having done this twice, you know, doing this twice a week, they're like, oh, hey, buddy. Oh, oh, you should you should take a chill pill, man. Oh, no, you listen, you've just got to visualize yourself from the beginning of time to the end of time. And you'll realize, don't worry. You know, you should be like, fuck off. I fought under Milosevic. I was a child soldier. You don't know me. I'll fuck you up. <laughs> That's your answer for everything, though, isn't it? <laughs> Sorry, would you like fries with that? Fuck you! I've still got blood under my fucking fingernails. I mean, they don't know. Yeah, I know people like that. Um, they don't even like do it twice a week. They'll just they'll they'll approach you with that kind of smug, self-satisfied actually after doing their it first once. session, yeah. and invariably one of their last as well. So yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, I you know I do Bikram yoga whenever I can. I'm just. I mean, so, I'm not doing it now. Obviously, I'm in the pub, but but uh, it is. You know, I, I it's kind of necessary. You know, I I, yeah. I, I'm, I do live a very stressful life, but mm. I have that that outlet. And I you see, I see you, and you're not it's something you, you would do well to have in your life as well. Yeah, really. Yeah, I mean, you, you know, like I know, it, I know it sounds, you know, shitty and everything. I know it doesn't sound true, but I can really feel the toxins coming out of my skin mm. when I'm in it. So oh put, yeah, I'll put a fucking cleansing toxin my in chakras you. and shit yeah. like that. Yes. Yeah. I think it's worth mentioning at this point. Oh, you said you were, you kind of understood the point of meditation. I do. It does sound like you've done a bit of a one eighty on that one. I've got to be honest. <laughs> it's like yeah, meditation's all right, but no. if any of these fuckholes bring it into my fucking face in my space, I my- haven't done a one eighty. Meditation's great. Listen, communism's great. Um, shooting rifles is great. Uh, owning hand grenades is great. It's just the people who do these things are shit. Yeah. All right, fair enough. I think this is going to become a theme with our show. Like, <laughs> life's great. People making shit. <laughs> First, I think that was just, that was the summation of the uh, of Halloween, wasn't it? It's like when you go to somebody's, uh, not somebody's country. When you go to a country, right, and you talk to people who've been there, and they're like, "Oh yeah, um, you know, the thing about India is it's really beautiful. Oh, you know what? The thing about Ireland is it's really beautiful. Everywhere's beautiful. 
Everywhere is beautiful. If you go to the countryside of any country, it's beautiful. Iceland's beautiful. America's beautiful. Bolivia's beautiful. Romania's beautiful. It's the fucking cities and the rats that are disgusting. <laughs> Oh, yeah. for a second there, that was going to be a wonderful celebration of uh, of life and the human spirit. That then it just completely nosedived right at the end. You are watching the Social Brothers. Hello, the Boisterous Brothers. This week, bride to be Donald Trump telegrammed a country that isn't China, but is China. I assume it's one of the Koreas, whichever one's the hippy dippy one. The New Zealand Prime Minister resigned, and the Italian Prime Minister said he was going to resign. And France Holland's approval rating sank to 4%. Only 4% higher than that of a man called Andy Hitler, who ran for the mayorship of Tel Aviv in 1963. Also, there was a Zeppelin crash in Colombia, killing Manchester United. Yours reportedly, Lieutenant Colonel Anonymous Bilgewater. He's got the whole world in his bottom. 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 Fraser explains to his father and brother that today he realized the dream he has held since he was a small girl, to direct a radio play. Lazy though, he simply casts all the Fraser friends from his office. The production falls apart as the dogman fails to turn Chinese, the restaurant dandy just wants to flap his arms like a butterfly, and the office bike eats cheese until her teeth fall out. Fraser resolves to bully his friends until opening night, to which they decide to abandon their roles en masse. Left only were Fraser and brother Fraser making silly voices with balloons. This was a funny Fraser. So this is the one where Fraser directs a radio play, um, which obviously because he's Fraser. He he mucks up. I mean, I would like like quite like to see some sort of very successful TV show where every episode somebody does something and it's all right. Yeah, you know, not, nothing bad happens or anything. Yeah, but this is obviously not the show for you. Why? Um, well, I mean, it's just well, it's Fraser, isn't it? In it, you always in does, it. You know, what I mean? always does something wrong. Like like The Walking Dead is just like a a kind of episodic account of people who just clear out zombies and rebuild civilization, no problems. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it only runs for like, what, season and a half? No, no, it, it runs for 185 episodes. It's, <laughs> it's meticulous. And like, th this one's called The Opening of the First Hospital, Part 7. There's a 10-minute bit where they're just like, sterilize, sterilize the needles, yep, try it again, nope, try it again. Did you prick yourself? Oh, good, that, that's lucky. Yeah, they always have these like stunning montages where they're like, they're kind of, they're rebuilding red tape and it's just people filling out forms and organizing people. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, one of the first things you've got to do when, when you rebuild society, I think, is get the photocopiers working again. Mm -hmm. You know, because without that. Do you remember schools reprographics? No. They had this huge room and it was full of photocopiers. And there was like a, a woman who, woman basically lived in there and no one ever saw. Like it was, it was someone you never saw walking around school, right? She must have had a like, she must have either had her own entrance or she just lived. Yeah, like, there's like a little uh, trap door at the bottom. Door, yeah, it, down there there's a pot noodle and a beanbag and an old black and white TV. Uh, I don't really remember that, but I do remember you'd see every now and again like uh, some of the teacher's aides who you weren't really sure were aides at all. So you'd have yeah. these people that were walking around that you know weren't mm. the, uh, weren't of the right age. I yeah. don't know. I always got the sense that they were aides. <laughs> Human aides. <laughs> Human aides. Not that they had aides, but that they were aides. 
Like if we're the white blood cells, they're the AIDS. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. yeah. And that, you know, I got that impression because they were constantly absorbing children and, you know, growing in mass. Yeah. They were, yeah. They were just like these giant amoebas. <laughs> yes, they were. Our school was a nightmare. <laughs> what, 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 is, what is that over there? Is that a teaching assistant? No, that's AIDS. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'd see these people, um, and I don't remember the, like the, this uh, the lady you talk about in the photocopier room, but uh, I'd see people that you know had these weird roles in school. Um, yeah, people that obviously didn't fit in with the students, like, not all the teachers. Do you remember the man whose job it was was to sit in the library? Oh God, him? yeah, 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 yeah. Like he didn't do anything. He just just came in. Maybe they didn't pay him. Well, yeah, he started kind of um, harassing students a little bit did he yeah yeah yeah. i mean he he used to one of our friends he used to go hiking with one of our friends all the time um yeah bearing in mind this is like a 60 year old man and we were 14 yeah but for whatever reason i i mean he he somehow got my number at one point what Uh, yeah yeah. your number yeah i don't know how and you were like on your bed with your your kind of your your little feet lying on my belly yeah flicking back and forth and playing with the phone line in your dressing gown yeah you've got a huge towel (gasps) on your head He's calling again. Yeah. But, I mean, I don't know how... Yeah, I seriously don't know how he got my uh, phone number. Um, I think he did, like, fucking... He got your phone number? Yeah, he did. Uh, for whatever... I got... I, I spoke to him, like, once in the library, and I, I used to do a lot of drawing in there, and he, you know, he was... He, he, he was really kind of into it for whatever reason. And then he just thought we'd be friends after that. And like, much like um, this other guy that used to go hiking with him, I think they had, like, a bit of a bust-up or something happened, so they weren't hanging out. Really? Yeah, I didn't know that. Then, uh, so was he, th- was seriously was this guy a pederast? I, I, th- I think so. Yeah. Okay. Like he was into boys, right? I think so. Yeah. yeah. He yeah he we tried to call up and kind of ask that we go hiking sometime. Um, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he and you actually spoke to him on the phone. Yeah, yeah. Because you didn't go hiking. No, not once. No, I always said no. But um, it took it was a couple of weeks. Hiking. It, it sounds like we were part of the fucking Hitler Youth or something. Yeah. I can, mean, but can it, you play the trump? I, you know, I mean, the thing about Bavaria is it's just wonderful to hike through in your tiny leather shorts. And that he would make those suggestions <laughs> as well. Yes, yeah. like don't worry about what you're going to wear. I've got an outfit sorted for you already. <laughs> and by the way, did I mention we're going to Bavaria? Yes. Like, are we walking there? Is that a euphemism? <laughs> <laughs> we're going to Bavaria. What? Um, re- okay, so go on then. So he called you. Yeah. Um, uh, again, would just always offer the same fucking thing. Do you want to go out hiking? This, that, and the other. And uh, he called you multiple times. Yeah, I would say no every time. And, uh, you know, after f- first I kind of was like being polite and then just kind of making excuses. But after it was just like, no, no, no. Until one day, I, I think I was, at, I was at the hospital for whatever reason, but he, I think I had a mobile that he was calling and then I just blocked the number. Then he called the house somehow. What? Yeah, and he, he, you never he did, told me this. I, I didn't really know what to make of it at the time, so I just didn't, did not bother to... Um, I was really freaked out about it. I did. Yeah. Yeah. I had no idea that this happened. So, I mean, when you said he called you, I thought he called you once. Oh no, it was it was a lot. He was really pushing for L- it. Like dozens of times. Probably around that. Yeah. Oh my god. I mean, this maybe happened over the space of like three or four weeks. I can't really remember. Well, I mean, you know, you've got to ask yourself what would have happened if he'd have gone with him. Would he have? Would he have just killed you, or would he have raped you and killed you? Well, that's pretty much what was going through my mind. It's, um, I didn't know what to fucking do with it. But yeah, he called the house, and that's when I when I was out, and then he spoke to my dad, and then that was it. You know, never again. Because um, you, your dad was like, "Hello." It's like, what? of course he will. The blessed. <laughs> yes, of course he will. I'll make sure he gets right into your what do you call your house clutch. I will option my son's. 
body. Remember, you've got to clench to block his interference. Ah, <laughs> squeeze tight to block his interference. That was your dad's advice. Yeah, maybe, uh, yeah. That is that is so bizarre. And I think after the end of that school year, because I think we're at like April at the school, or April May or something like that. He was never. He never came back. I think so, he might have lashed onto someone else. Someone yeah. made a complaint. I don't think my dad ever did. Yeah, I don't think you were the only one, were you? If no. he was doing that to you, yeah. And that is, that is pretty good grounds for dismissal. You know. Well, that's. But, I think that's what brought it up as well. We weren't even sure he was fucking hired. He was just no. someone that was there. I mean, most people. You know, when most people when they get fired, you know, it can always be like, oh, I got fired. Oh, oh, why? And then they tell you their story, and it, and you know, there's always like. There's always like a, a bit of a kind of back and forth of, well, maybe you deserved it or maybe you didn't. Mm -hmm. But if someone said, I've been fired, oh, why is that? Oh, because I was calling all my students because I wanted to fuck them. Oh, yeah, you like, probably oh, should have been yeah. fired then. Yeah, I, yeah, that's pretty black and white. Yeah. I had no idea that that happened. Mm. That's quite terrifying. Yeah. Why the fuck didn't he call me? <laughs> <laughs> my body was supple enough. Oh, I suppose it was uh, before I started showering. Yeah, I'll keep telling myself that. Okay, I mean, anything else to say about that, just as a kind of final no, thing? No, 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 not at all. Not the, it, that is essentially everything that kind of happened. But uh, what, what was that bust-up then with... I have no idea. No. Had, um, and the guy, the the kid, didn't that didn't tell me. But how um, did you know what happened? Because he, he talked to me about it. I told him that, um, like, the, 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 this guy was, like, uh, being being friendly with me now. Um, but he said, oh, yeah, we had an argument with certain other. Um, and I never got an answer out of him. He always... He'd always go really kind of quiet. Um, I just kind of left it. Wow, that sounds incredibly yeah. serious. Like, yeah, yeah. There was some uh, some fiddling. Yeah, well, if anyone you know deserved to be raped, it was definitely that kid. <laughs> the boisterous brothers. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm going to hell. Join Hieronymus Swash and Mau Mau as they continue their journey in this week's instalment of the Case of the Curse of the Ruby Garnet, Part Five. Hurry up, Mau Mau. We're going to be late. And you can't be late to a kidnapping trade-off. Yes, boss. Remember the case of the Headless Duchess? Yes, boss. The papers could have called that something completely different had we got there on time. Like the case of the Duchess with the nice hair. The case of the Duchess with the striking earrings. The Headful Duchess. The case of the very lucky Duchess. Ah, oh, look. There's Lord Telephone. Pull up here, Mau Mau. Lord Telephone. Mr. Swartz, it's almost three. Do you have the ruby garnet? Right here. And you're sure this will work? Did Albert Einstein fail maths at school? No. Didn't he? No, he was excellent at maths at school. Was he? What a peculiar thing to say. Those bastards at Perusa's Almanac. But you're sure it will work? Did George Washington... Do you think it will work? Yes, of course. Come on, let's go. Do you see them, boss? Not yet. What do they look like? Like two trench-coated men with a woman trapped in between them. Hmm. Shame it was the trench-coat convention this weekend. Well, what can you expect? This is the trench-coat capital. Indeed. Look, Mau Mau. There they are. Swash, you have the garnet. You have Lady Telephone? She's right here, beneath this file. <laughs> Ungag her. And have her scream out like the last sausage in the pen? I don't think so. Last sausage in the pan? What's he talking about, Mau Mau? Like when a sausage full of vapor begins to squeal because it's been left on hot metal for too long. Oh, like when you boil a sausage and don't puncture it and it explodes if you leave it too long. No, like when you do puncture it but leave it frying and... Hey, shut up. 
Are we doing this or what? Well, we are here. How are we going to do this? Give me the ruby garner. Give me a lady telephone. All right. We'll trade all at once. Magazines for sale. Get your fruity magazines here. Sexy, glossy, fruit-filled magazines for sale. Not now, magazine seller. Quick, trade now. Yoink. Lady telephone, your ordeal is over. So long, suckers. Wait a minute. That's not lady telephone. It's just a coat and fail over some wire coat hangers and toilet roll cores. But we heard her. It was just a trick of the wind. Listen. What do we do now, boss? Did I see that right? You lost my sister and the ruby garnet. Ah, oh, Lord Telephone. Not to worry. All part of the plan. You see, the ruby is covered in a harmless ionizing ray, which we can track using this Geiger meter. Soon we'll have both your sister and the ruby garnet. Very well. Now, come, Mau Mau. Let's go where the radiation goes. Are you sure this is safe, boss? Absolutely. I got the Geiger counter and the radiation from a bald man in a bunker. How could that not be safe? I mean, he lives in a bunker. He's not going anywhere. Not like he's a traveling salesman and I'll never see him again. He was a bald man in a bunker. Quick, this way. They went over here. Come, Mau Mau. Don't dawdle. Coming, boss. Look, there they are. Won't all this radiation be harmful for all these people? Posh, Mau Mau. Radiation has never been proven to be anything other than the cause of some very minor baldness and death. There, they're getting into the car. Quick, let's trail them, Mau Mau. They're heading out of town. Where can they be taking it? Look, boss, the old army airstrip. What on earth are they doing? Don't they know it's dangerous for ruby garnets to travel on aeroplanes? I think you've become confused between ruby garnets and heavily pregnant women. Enough science, Mau Mau. Look, a cargo plane. Stop the car. If we're quick, we can make it on. But we don't even know where it's going, boss. Look, the bad chaps with Lady T, they're getting on. Now's our chance. Join us next time for another exciting episode of The Case of the Curse of the Ruby Garnet. So I would say that we have a hell of a treat for you in the studio right now, but all I can smell is egg salad. Is that you? It is me. I must apologise. Take it away, Leroy. Sobering stuff. Do you remember when you were sober? This one's called The Lord of Mystery Adventure. Shkubal and Shagworth stare into the secret room apprehensively. Zoiks, remarks Shagworth. That sure looks creepy. Hey Shkubal, where did you get that sandwich? The two friends enjoy an Italian breaded parmigiano and green olive meal, complete with Dijon mustard and a dab of balsamic vinegar. Zoiks, exclaims Shagworth again, which reminds Shkubal to give his friend his brain medicine. Hey boys, you should go into that secret room that you just found, says Fredo, 
fresh on the scene, with Gandalf Baggins. No ways, says Shkubal. I'm not going in there. Frodo then fishes out a shiny prize from his loincloth. How about for the one true ring? Shkubal jumps up excitedly and punctures Frodo's carotid artery, setting a jet of blood into Gandalf's eyes. Gandalf trips backwards into a pot of boiling oil. Zoiks, remarks Shagworth, as Shkubal fastens the lid onto the pot and Gandalf's thrashing subsides. Yes, Shkubal agrees. Zoiks. And that's from Howard in Matindi. Thank you very much for that, Howard. So we were talking about meditation and also a elderly gentleman or an older gentleman, if you want to be very polite to a pedophile, who liked you a yeah, bit too much. quite fancy to me, yeah. Mm, and that makes me think of new age stuff. <laughs> I know, I know. More specifically, the meditation, not the. Uh, I know the pederast. I know hiking isn't because this guy liked hiking, right? I know hiking isn't new age, but it kind of makes me think. Of yeah, new well, age stuff. you know, embracing nature and all that kind mm. of kekka. Like I, I imagine hiking towards a yurt. I used to know a graphic designer who made very good money. I mean, you're talking like four hundred quid a day, right? Uh, and he had a, like a new age wife. So, you know, who would be into all this stuff. She was, like, studying to be a therapist for, like, the last 12 years and all of this. And occasionally she would make him, because she didn't certainly, she certainly didn't earn any money, she would make him uh, pay for, like, a yurt in the middle of, of the English countryside for them to live in for a week. And essentially what it would be is, like, extremely expensive camping. Right, okay. Right. Like, probably a bit better. I don't know if they had electricity in it. Yeah, uh, just run me through what a yurt is, because I'm a little bit... Uh... It's kind of like a semi-permanent structure you would find in Mongolia, right? <laughs> it, it's from, a yurt is from Mongolia. It, it's kind of like... It's like a squarish sort of tent, I think with a pole in the middle of it, because it's round, yeah. but, but it's very angular. You know, almost like a piece of... A large block of cheese, a cylinder of cheese. And I think that the bottom of it is isn't tent i think it's like stone or or rock or something right, okay. it seems, seems harder and it's it's bigger and you have like you have stuff in there that you wouldn't have in a tent you, you have, have like, like your kind of mod cons and amenities i don't know if you like have that. your mod cons but you have like a, it, i think most of them are like are carpeted or have or they have a rug you have an actual bed uh, do you have an actual bed yeah, i'm pretty sure you would have a stove and something to cook on i don't know if they had any electricity like i said but that's the sort of thing. Wouldn't be surprised. I'm, uh, you, I imagine that you find them with like uh, flat screens mounted on the walls now. Yeah, no, absolutely. I'm sure. I'm sure you do. All this like eco tourism shit with uh, flat screens that are powered by the the windmill up the road. You know, forgetting of course that they've been manufactured with a lot of plastic. Yeah. Um. So yeah, he would do that, and like I say, you know, he spent hundreds of pounds for one night doing this for whatever reason. I guess it wasn't just the yurt they were renting; they were renting land and. I think there was probably some sort of exercise. My old boss, when I met him, one of the first things he told me about was he'd just been to a retreat, like a toxic retreat to get rid of the toxins in uh, your body. Um, yeah. And he was saying, like, oh, it was it was good because and this guy, just so everyone knows, this guy liked women a lot, uh -huh. but he was, I was going to say nigh on autistic. That isn't fair on autistic people. He He was just... Repulsive. Yeah, 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 yeah. And he went there and he was like, oh, yeah, there were loads of, these, loads of these gorgeous women there. Really thin vegetarian yoga women. Did you talk to any of them? No, 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 no. But essentially what they'd done for a week is they'd been deprived of sugar and fat. Right, okay. Uh, and, and really it was just it was just a diet. 
it's just that they were in somewhere they're where in they, a camp they, 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 they were in a camp yeah, yeah where they, they were controlled so it's something you could do at your house yeah if you could you know somehow exercise control uh-huh. it was just that that's it I mean, you went there like, depends... I guess it was in a, an old house or something like an old yeah, yeah, yeah. like a state sort of thing People like play it with those kinds of people will play it with more credibility if they pay more money for it. Even though technically, what you should do is just spend less money on crappy foods. Yeah, or just just eat crappy foods. Yeah, eat crappy foods and then die. Yeah, yeah, you're probably going to die anyway. There's no, there's, no, there's no doubt with that one. Yeah. No, I mean, I mean you're probably you know, like people who do this, like like you know these these women. I mean, I don't want to say just women, but these these women who get very thin because they think that's healthy, mm-hmm. or these men who do these marathons every week. They're not the guys who live to 90. Yeah. The guys who live to 90 are people like you, people who don't do anything with their lives, people who sit around, don't worry about anything, and just wank. I really thought that was going to be something nice for a second. It I don't was. Know what... <laughs> I don't know. There was a lot of scorn on the word, like, don't do fuck all. Just sit there playing with your <laughs> yeah. fucking cock. Wank. I don't think I said playing with your fucking cock. Playing with your little cock. Oh. Uh, Playing with your little thing. My tiny little cock. Yes. My ch- I'm a chode man. <laughs> I'm a chode. Just so the ladies know back yeah. at wherever yeah. they may be watching this. Oh, it's all right. You can always tell a chode man. I don't know. I just think it's utter bullshit. Yeah, totally. Have you ever heard anyone like um, ranting on about horoscopes and stuff like that? Yeah, but that's something I usually tolerate uh, because I'm usually going out with them. No. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think a lot of people have been in that position. And, and do you know what? If you want to read a horoscope... And talk, talk to me about it. You know, that's much better than spending thousands and thousands of pounds on a camp to not eat fudge bars, not not eat fudgesicles and fudge sundaes and other fudge products. Oh, yeah, but I mean, have you been present when they buy like their, their uh, earth stones and shit like that? You know, there are certain minerals which correspond yeah. with certain horror star right. signs and shit yeah. like that. Oh, yeah, I'm a, I'm a semi-precious amethyst. It's always semi-precious stones. It's basically glass. Yeah, with a bit of food colouring. Yeah, it's, <laughs> that's how you do it, right? Yeah, or, or just painted straight on with a bit of acrylic paint. Horoscopes, obviously bullshit, mm-hmm. but kind of, I don't know, kind of soothing maybe. I'm less offended by horoscopes than I am about stuff like dream catchers. So what do you think then? Because as, as with anything, if people want to do that shit, they can do that shit. Just don't talk to me about it. Yeah, I think that was, that was exactly my point. It's like th- th- these people do subscribe to it. It's fine. It's benign. It's rubbish. At least as far as I'm concerned. Mm. But the people that you know that engage in it are very vocal about it, and they yeah. are always going to uh, only yeah. try to engage everybody else. But they are also, I've, I've, in my experience, they're also incredibly judgmental people. Yes, I, I remember. You see, let's not get into it right now because I think this this could be easily a podcast of its own. I don't mind vegetarians, right? I know a lot of people get on their high horse mm-hmm. about vegetarians and stuff. I think, you know, I think probably killing animals is wrong. I just think that killing vegetables is wrong as well. <laughs> and not just that. Like, I'm not going to sit here and, and try and rationalize it and say, oh, you know, yeah, killing animals is wrong, but it's natural. I think it's wrong, but I don't care. I do mm-hmm. lots of wrong things. Definitely not. That is definitely yeah, not the worst thing. But. I remember meeting a vegetarian once, and he was a vegetarian because he said 3,000 years ago, people would eat meat once a week. And it's like, so what? That means it's natural or something. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, then Japanese people like eat a lot more fish than others. Yeah. That's yeah, just they, the environment. I mean, fuck off. Yeah, I, 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 I'd, uh, I had a vegan friend. Well, that's a bit of a contradiction in terms. 
Um, but they would. Uh... <laughs> was it why, why was it a carrot or something? <laughs> <laughs> um, but I had this kind of discussion about what like the human body has evolved to kind of intake and all that kind of stuff. And mm-hmm. I've I've always like when I would read stuff like that, you know. Humans have their eyes on the front of their head. They've got the sharp teeth because they're predators. They're supposed yeah, right. to consume meat. But they're yeah. like, well, technically, if you um, if you look at all the enzymes that you find in the stomach stuff, they're more suited to break down vegetables than they are meat. They actually, we're more suited to eat uh, a more vegetable-heavy diet than meat. Right. And uh, to which I, I, I don't know what to say with a lot of these people because they've got such incredible conviction. Well, what would you say to, to come back to that? I, I just, I've just promptly ignored them. I was like, oh, I'm going to go over here. I'm going to eat a fucking hot dog. Yeah, I mean, a hot dog's probably most vegetable anyway. <laughs> I'll take that point that what I'm doing is punishing my body, and I probably shouldn't do that. Yeah, but uh, It's not even nice. Yeah. Something with hot dogs and you, isn't there? Oh, God, yeah. I, I, I don't know. I, I think that, yeah, it's true. You know, people have learned to develop a tolerance to lactose and things like mm-hmm. that. But so what? All right, then. All right, then. Let's all be vegetarian. So what are we going to do to all those animals that we've got in the slaughterhouses right now? Because... We can't just let them free. Mm-hmm. They'll eat all your vegetables. <laughs> Gotta kill them. Yeah. Kill them and eat them. Yeah. And we just, yeah, we burn the bodies for, you know, a new source of fuel for a little bit, you know. Mm. As I we th- make the transition. I think that they should, uh, I think they should just grow meat, you know, in a lab somewhere. I'd be up for that. Yeah, I think that they, they, they piss around with that stuff at yeah, the moment. Yeah, they do, yeah. Um, Winston Churchill said, in the future, we won't eat meat. We'll eat stuff that's grown in a lab. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I didn't hear that, but... Yeah. Uh, uh, well. Oh, was it Winston Churchill or was it me? <laughs> yeah, the lines blur so much. <laughs> they do, don't they? I mean, I, I don't know if you've ever noticed, but Winston Churchill and I have never been in the same room together. <gasps> I know. And on that bombshell, yeah. thank you very much for watching The Boisterous Brothers. If you're watching this on YouTube, you can download it from SoundCloud. If you're watching this anywhere else, you can watch it on YouTube. You can watch other stuff on YouTube. My YouTube channel is great. Damien's on it. But otherwise, it's fantastic.